Hey, what's going on everybody? AP right here from AP and Us. I'm finally back on the podcast. Thank Christ. It's about damn time that I finally got on the podcast and just started talking to you guys. Um, first of all, I hope everyone's doing really well. Um, staying in tune with you guys. Okay, um, let's get straight into the episode, man. So, first part of this episode is, I'm just claiming it to myself right now, I am the greatest of all time. I am the greatest ever. Just period. Point blank. I am the GOAT. The GOAT. Greatest of all time. Why do I say that, man? In reality, I am not the all-time greatest. I'm not. I'm not. Not even close. I'm not even close to that. But, almost like what Matthew McConaughey said inside his 2014 Oscar speech, your hero is you in 10 years' time. You gotta keep chasing who you are, man. If you are not in a self-belief or attitude system and a mentality that you cannot be the best ever, even if you're not even close to that point, at least it gives you something worth thriving for and chasing for every single day. Think about this, man. This thing called life is a you versus you situation. It's cliche to say, but it is. What's one times one? One. What's you versus you? One v one. And it's only you, bro. It's not a second person. It's not a one plus one equals two. It's a one times one equals two, man. One times one. You versus you is one times one. One v one is a one plus one. Because there's two people, two different people in that scenario, man. But then even then, the one v one is the person from yesterday versus the person versus tomorrow. Uh, excuse me. It's the person, it's the person from yesterday versus the person from tomorrow. That is freaking, that is the mentality you gotta have it. Man, when it comes to being the greatest ever, that's that that's what it takes to be the GOAT. And you're already the GOAT, bro. We have 7.5 million GOATs out there. Because, like, in rea- it, the whole thing is, is that reality-wise, none of us are going to be the greatest ever. But the, the headspace is not reality. The headspace is vision. The headspace is dream-like, in, a dream-like escape. So... For us in our dream like escape, there's only one person in your headspace. That's you. What's the population of people in that headspace in comparison to Earth? Earth is a 7.5 billion versus one, which is your headspace. And you can only be the greatest ever in your own population of one because there's just you. So you are the greatest ever because with being the greatest of all time, the older time that you have is the day that you're born and the day you die. That is of all your time right so you have to keep telling yourself every day as a mental switch up you are the greatest of all time you are the goat don't ever be afraid to tell that to people man because they will never understand the context of why you say that they'll just say oh bro you're cocky you're up yourself not the case at all man not the case at all i'm confident don't ever mistake confidence for arrogance bro 
one of the biggest misconceptions in our generation, bro. Anybody that shows an inch of confidence, because we live in a society where all the individuals nowadays, man, too modest, bro. Too modest. We don't have any confidence in our society, man. Particularly with our generation. It's always just about modesty, 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 and being fake with other people, bro. We're so scared to be ourselves now, man. We're so scared to be upright and out front, right? Because then the time that you do present yourself with some confidence, it's mistaken as arrogance because there's so much as a sample size of modesty nowadays, man. Too much of a sample size of modesty. And when there's so much of a sample size of one thing, when it converts into something that's completely different to what society is saying to you, it, it, it scares people, it fear factors people. So they have to name tag you and demonize your name. With so many things like, oh, you're cocky, you're up yourself, bro. Oh, bro, come back to our level. Because we're not getting to these positions, bro, like you are. It's like, get the hell out of here, man. Get the hell out of here. Who the hell do you think you are? You're not me. You never will be me, bro. And I can't say the same for you. I can't, I can't understand what it's like to be you. Not even close. Not even close. That's why I don't speak for other people's behalf. I speak for me and me only, and that's it. No difference now. It's all about an attitude chain. It's all about a mechanism of, like, the mind. What are you willing to say to yourself in order to change and fracture the the negativity in your headspace, man? Are you willing to go the distance and call yourself the GOAT and the greatest ever? Are you willing to say, oh, man, who's going to take that final shot? Man, it's me. It's me. No one else. It's definitely me. I live for those moments. Pressure is a privilege. And when you're, when you're the greatest of all time, pressure you thrive under. You thrive under pressure. You don't escape under it. You thrive. You thrive. And I hope you keep telling that to yourself every single day. You thrive in the in the in the in the in the pressure. Pressure is a privilege. So make sure when you're in that pressure, keep telling yourself, hey, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm a fucking savage. And that's where you are. You're a straight savage. Don't ever be afraid to tell that to yourself, man. Because if you keep telling yourself the positive reinforcements, you're gonna you're gonna really think it's something true. There's gonna be some truth to it. Because you keep telling your mind these positive affirmations instead of negatives all the time. Even when you hit shit. Even when, like, you hit the rust, man. You are still the killer. And, you know, it's all good. It's all swell and fun to be the freaking killer when everything's going your way. But are you a damn killer when you're down on your knees, man? And you're striving and you're struggling? Hell no. Some people fold. And then when they start to get back on their highs, then they start to talk their shit. Come on, man. It doesn't, come on. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. If you if you want to be the greatest of all time, or you want to be the GOAT, you're going to have to make sure you bloody hell understand and self-belief yourself, man. Have some belief in yourself that you are the greatest of all time. Although it may never occur, it may never happen in this thing called reality. In your vision and dreamlike landscape, you are the greatest ever. That's just how it is. Keep telling yourself that, man. Because if you keep telling yourself that, at, at some point, you're really going to believe it, and you're really, really going to push yourself because you have now have expectations for yourself. And there's nothing wrong with expectations when you call yourself these things because now you have to live up to that shit. Once you put it out there, you need to live it up. You need to live it up now. There's nothing wrong with living that stuff up. So be confident in yourself. Have some belief in your, in your system, all right? And there's going to be people out there that are going to demonize you for saying these things. Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. Because deep down inside, they have their un—they have their unusual insecurities that you can't judge on, but you know they're there because they're lacking certain elements to themselves to put out to people. So don't be afraid to tell this to people and to say it upright. 
Because it's one thing to say all this shit on social media and stop being all that on social media. But can you say this stuff in person and have a damn confidence and a stand on what you say? Okay? And that's what it's all about. Don't, like, don't, don't be afraid to say these type of things. You know what I mean? Because, like, at the end of the day, uh, once again, cliche, it's you versus you. So don't be scared to flog it out there. Alright, so, on to another conversation now. Like, it, it, going on to this idea of the greatest ever. Like, for me, I've been really pondering recently, particularly with this idea about negativity is it could potentially only be a mental clause meaning that sometimes it's not even about the scenarios in our life sometimes it's just all about a mindset shift sometimes it's just all about affirmations what are you saying to yourself and how are you dealing emotionally with certain situations for me i used to be a victim to this and a culprit to it all the time once one bad thing happened it felt like the whole fucking world dropped on me and it's not a good mindset to have Sometimes you just need to respect, acknowledge the bad day, and then move on from it. Move on. Move on. It happens. Shit happens to all of us, man. Heartbreak, sadness, it all happens to us. And I'm not saying emotions like this are bad, but you need to take that energy from these certain negative events and harness it into a positive and a dark side energy that's going to really drag on to something absolutely wicked and awesome for you at the end of the day. Because you got to remember, man, the harder the harder the journey, the better the destination and the, re and the reward at the other side. So you got to make sure that when you're in these really shitty situations of sadness and pain, only know that this is only temporary, man. It's only temporary. It's only going to it's not permanent. Never permanent. It's temporary. It's only just for the time being until you see the other side of the tunnel. And, you know, I always say it, that it that temporary sadness is only there to make you into a machine. It's only there to make you stronger and more potent at this thing called life. It's never, it's never there to hold you down permanently. And if you ever get into these points of, like, anxiety and depression and stuff like that, hey, stress less, man, because I was in those situations before. But one thing that I had to do in order to get over that stuff is to get over it. I had to literally get over it. And it's not easy, and it never will be easy. But one thing that I can tell you guys at the end of the day is that you need to get over the hump. Because once you once you get over the hump, that's ball game. Ball game. Like, you're going to get it done. Like, seriously. This is how you become a fucking winner, man. Is that how are you able to deal and get your cards dealt with in the shitty situations of life? Like... If you experience heartbreak, if you experience trauma, these are things that, like, they suck and they're terrible and they're not fun at all. But if you're able to get over them and even get stronger than what you were before out of them, then these are learning curves and learning lessons to life. And the learning lessons are sitting down and contemplating what is in front of you, right? And what is in front of you is going to be so contextual and so subjective. You need to literally sit down and think about emotions and then think, get outside opinions um, from other people in your life that are close to you. So it, it gives you a full 3D analysis of the current state of yourself. Because they may tell you some things that you may straight up hate, man. That you may dislike it so much, but... This is what's going to get you into a good damn position 
with everything is that when you go to friends and say, hey, listen, I've been going through some certain situation in my life um, and given the full context and breakdown, how, how do you believe I could approach this and what could I, what could be the learning lesson here? I'd like to hear your uh, opinion on this. And then they could give you their opinion and you can just take it for what it is. Take their opinion for what it is, maybe write it down, maybe vlog it, maybe journal it through video. Think about it. Think about it for a second because then when you think about that type of stuff, that's what's going to, oh, excuse me, that's what's going to allow you to be a more open-minded human being. There's nothing wrong with being very open-minded, guys. Open-mindedness is healthy. It's powerful. And then, like, this idea of saying, oh, I'm not going to change because, you know, this is who I am. Fuck that shit, bro. That's just an extremely unhealthy mindset to have. That is just ignorant. It's ridiculous, man. It's not a good mindset to have for yourself. You need to learn that it is okay to develop. It's okay to change. And it's okay to be a better person. In the long run, you need to be better for yourself. Once you learn how to be better for yourself, you're learning how to take care of others. So learn how to isolate. Learn how to mindset shift. Learn how to present positive affirmations. And then learn how to take outside opinions and be have a sense of humility towards the situation. Because life's here to humble you, man. Life's here to humble you. And there's nothing wrong with a slice of humble pie if you know how to take it on board. You know, humble pie comes in so many different ways, man. You know, freaking death, you know, financial stuff, uh, physical stuff. You may have an injury, um, emotional stuff. Maybe, maybe some, maybe your missus cheated on you and, or maybe even your, your boyfriend cheated on you. I don't know. Something like that, for an example, or like maybe, uh, maybe you, you know, called it a day with a friendship or something like that. Right. So like, these are the things that you need to learn how to not get overly emotional about it but at the same time learn how to be learn how to acknowledge your emotions so you need to find a, a, a median and a middle ground to like emotion like being emotional and then being overly emotional so you need to find that middle ground and that gray area between those two elements in order to really just create a master stroke of a decision making and rationale to how you're going to approach future situations that are in line with that same situation that got you thinking in the first place. So that's what it's all about. Like just learn to uh, present yourself in a in a in an area of 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 clarity and thinking. And then what happens is then after you start to go through that conclusion that you've decided to make up in your mind find some closure find some closure once you find some closure in these situations as well that's the thing that creates everything um to be so much more easier for you in the future with any type of decision making so you need to learn to be an excellent decision maker when the cards are turned against you okay it's all about being a decision maker decision makers are fucking potent in the situations that they do not want to be in. Learn how to carry yourself with a good sense of demeanor. Once you learn how to carry yourself with a good sense of demeanor with the decision making, then you can learn to be a better decision, learn how to even like stack up the cards and, and, and max out your attributes in decision making. And that's what it's all about. Like with just life in general and personality traits, learn how to max attributes, learn how to continue to just become a better person in terms of like practice, 
practice, practice, practice. Man, you don't shoot a three throw off the first go and swish it in and get 100 straight in a row. No, you have to practice it. Personality traits like anything else. You're not a good talker, bro. Learn how to talk to more people. Learn how to communicate with people. Learn how to be a better people's people on both in face and with social media. Once you learn how to do that, everything becomes easier. Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the best of talkers out there. I could talk to people, but... And I could talk to whoever I want, but I'm not going to carry on a fucking whole entire conversation and figure out ways to make the topic still engaging and going. Because that person may be like, bro, fuck this shit. I'm fucking out. I'm just like, I'm only hearing you because like, you're just continuing to babble on. And that's what it kind of feels like for myself. Sometimes I just talk shit. And sometimes like, it may not be necessary for the individual. They may be like, AP, what the hell are you on about? Or like, oh yeah, uh-huh, yeah, sure. But in reality, in their head, they're just like, oh yeah, whatever, fuck this guy and all that stuff, right? Because like, that's the thing. So like, one thing that I need to improve upon as an individual, and I always continue to improve upon, is engage the other person in conversation by asking questions, saying them by their full name as well. And not their full name, but like their last name, but like their full first name. So if I can say it to them by their first name, uh, here and there in pockets, I notice that actually keeps individuals more engaged in conversation. So if I just learn how to say their name within the conversation somehow without forcing it, it actually learns for myself that it keeps them inside the conversation for a little bit longer. And not only that as well, just be yourself. Like if they don't like it, then fuck, they're not meant to be. Whatever, shit happens. Learn how to just be yourself. Once you learn how to be yourself, then like, you know, the whole entire thing it just becomes easier because you're not you're not forcing anything man like you're not you're not like you're not like rushing or like needing to f push pull a conversation that's not there but at the same time learn about the other individual and freaking listen man learn how to listen to the other person once you learn how to listen to the other person it just creates a whole better plethora of conversations and decision making as well because when you listen to somebody, you're able to get, once again, as I talked about a little bit early on, the 3D analysis of the situation at hand. And 3D analysis, what I mean is looking at different dimensions of how you're looking at that conversation. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid to, 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 to be a dominant decision maker. That's what I'm going to call it today, man. Learn how to be a, learn how, it's okay to present greatest of all time positive affirmations and learn how to be a freaking dominant decision maker, a dominant decision maker. That's what I'm calling it, man. Dominant decision maker. Learn how to dominate decision making. You're set. You're fucking set. So that's important, man. Learn how to dominate decision making. And then from there, just learn how to present positive affirmations for yourself. Don't get overly emotional about situations that may not be going your way. And then learn how to get over the, get over the hump. Get over the hump, man. Get over the hump, you know? And it, learn to take some time off, man. Learn how to just isolate yourself from people. Isolation is one of the most powerful things that you could do. Because not a lot of people are comfortable, particularly with extroverts, man. They're not comfortable being by themselves. little good little um little uh bloody hell i'm so tired today man far out the only reason why i'm doing this podcast is to keep myself kind of kind of going man like i got so much to say there's so much things that always go on my mind it's always a daily thing that like if i'm not if i'm not putting it on freaking some sort of audio i'm gonna be putting it on, on social media bro and i don't want to do that shit man i'm sick and tired of doing that shit to myself man it's like almost like an abuse to myself it's like self-abuse man like this is i love this man like i need to make this more frequently but i'm so fucking lazy and i slack off 
with podcasting, man. But seriously, this is my area. This is my jam. And all I need to do is learn how to be more fluent with how I speak to you guys. And that's literally it. You know, like, I don't know, like, this is the only, this is one of the only times except for the gym where I can freaking be myself. No other time, man. No other time. This is one of my favorite times to be myself. Why? Because I can just talk, man. I can just talk and continue to talk. Like, for me, that's what it's all about. Just continuing to talk and talk and talk. But then learning how to talk with with a, with a an impact. Learn how to talk in a way that, like, somebody can actually get something off of this. Instead of me just talking shit. Then at least that, if I could come on here and just splurt and splurt and splurt to what's in my headspace, then at least when I can, like, talk to people about this type of stuff, then, like, you know, it, it, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no barriers or misconception behind what I say. It's just, bang, it's freaking out there, and, like, if you, if whatever you have to say about it, and you've, you're offended, that's on you, man. That's, that's on you, no one else. Like, don't, don't, don't get upset at me. Don't get all triggered by what I say, because, you know, it, it offended you. Well, f fuck you, fuck your offenses. You know what I mean? Dude, like we we're, we live. Don't be soft. Don't be soft, man. You know what I mean? Like just come on, man. Like I'm just saying my two cents, man. As I said, an independent mind's freaking powerful, man. An independent mind's freaking powerful, and that's the point of this, man. Like the whole point of this podcast is to present independence for myself and to to to, to people around me. Like it's okay to say your piece, man. Don't ever be afraid to say this. And if, even if I positive, like impact one person on this thing, hell, I did my freaking job. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, anyway, um, what the hell was I going to talk about before? I was going to talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, Thor, Love, and Thunder. So, um, spoiler free. Spoiler free. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil anything. So, watch Thor and Thunder with the boys. Uh, I think last Sunday. Yeah, it was like opening week. It was opening week, right? It was an interesting film, man. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Like, it was a film that I was like, you know, you know, like, shit, bro. Like, I think it could have been so much more special. Like, that, I, I seriously, like, went into it thinking, like, fuck, bro. This is gonna be, this is gonna be freaking top three. Top three. Top three MCU film for the win, man. Thor, Thor had that impact, bro. Like, Ragnarok was such a freaking awesome film. I loved Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was a freaking banger, you know what I mean? So, like, for me, like, I was getting into this Thor film thinking, like, god damn, like, I'm excited. Like, we got freaking Christian Bale. Natalie Portman's coming back as Jane. We got that other chick, Tessa Thompson. She's freaking awesome. And then we got the boy, Korg. We got Korg. Uh, Taika, what, 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 yeah, like, we got good characters. We got Valkyrie, we got Korg, we got freaking Thor, we got Jane Foster, we got Gore the, we got Gore the God Butcher, mate. We got freaking, we got fucking Christian Bale, mate. Christian Bale, Patrick Bateman, mate. Patrick Bateman and Batman. Like, you can't go wrong, you can't, you can't make this up. Christian Bale is in a fucking MCU film. Like, what a dub. What a dub. They must have been paid, they paid him some oothass money. To get into that MCU film. So, Christian Bale. This boy's built different. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He is built different. Is he the GOAT actor? Fuck no. But is he an absolute built different guy? Hell yes. Have you seen what this guy could freaking do to his body? The guy is a walking method actor. He embodies method acting in everything he does. If you don't know what method acting is, method acting is. Method acting is basically like this, is like this ability to immerse yourself 
physically and mentally into the character so much that you become the freaking character. Christian Bale is the fucking epitome of method acting. I don't know if he's the best method actor out there because like, I don't know, like I don't like immerse myself into film that much to give it two cents. But bro, I watch films. I watch films and I know what a good and bad film is in my mind. You know, I'm confident with my movies. I know how to talk about movies in front of people. You know what I mean? Like I could talk about freaking writing. I could talk about acts. I could talk about the acting. Like I could talk about like the first and third act of the film. I could talk about the sequencing. I could talk about the CGI. I could talk about the flow. I could talk about all that shit, man. The camera, the camera work, the soundtrack. I could talk about that shit all day, any day, bro. All day, all day. You give me a fucking film that I've watched, I could talk about it. I could talk about it. You know what I mean? So like, this is this is it, man. Like, Christian Bale is in a film, is in a Thor film for fuck's sake. Like, 20 years ago, you couldn't tell me this, bro. You could not tell me that Christian Bale was going to be in a goddamn Marvel film. Anywho, he was Gore the God Butcher. He was freaking great. He was great, man. But like, he could have been goated, I reckon. I reckon he could have been the best MCU villain ever. Yeah, like, not Thanos, but like, second best. Second best. Like, he had that potential in him. No doubt. No doubt. A guy like Christian Bale doesn't hold back. He does not restrict himself. So that's why I'm thinking like, Bro, we're gonna get an epic, epic villain, man. But he was just, he was, he was great with with what he had. But as a villain, he was so fucking minor. Like, bro, like hella clap cheeks over like the impact that this guy had on the, on on the Thor storyline. Like hella dominated it, dominated it. Malekith, absolute shit. (laughs) But Loki, another guy as well. Loki's freaking awesome, man. But like this Christian Bale. You can't waste a guy like Christian Bale. You can't give him these type of dollars and all that shit just to say, oh yeah, be mid. Come on, man. It doesn't make sense. It's Christian freaking Bale, for Christ's sake. Anyway, he was good. Like, he really immersed himself into the role once again. And you can see, like, he's having fun with it. And he, like, he's terrifying. And he, he, he it comes off like he actually means what he means. Like, you can feel it. Like, he's immersed himself into it once again. Now, now, freaking, what's his name? Um, um, uh, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman. Honestly, I reckon, I reckon she was actually, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I actually reckon Natalie Portman was the best actor in the film. I don't know. I reckon she was the best actor in the film. Chris Hensworth in this film was fucking shit. I, sorry, I don't care what anybody says. I like, I love Chris Hensworth. He's an Aussie, top bloke, up, in, you know, up Chris Hensworth. I hope him about the best. But in this film, he was so mid. So mid. Like, he was average. Hot average, bro. Like, not... He was average. He was average. Like, come on, man. Like, you're... I don't know. Like... Ah, jeez. But Natalie Portman was brilliant. Like, she was great. Great stuff, man. Like, like, she was... She was just so confident. And, like, I just loved, like, the storyline they took Jane Foster with. It was so deep and interesting and like it was such a full 360 to what I freaking thought it was gonna be it was incredible it was awesome so like man like they, they really concluded the Jane Foster thing so beautifully man but like I don't know like Korg he just wasn't as funny as he was in the first film I don't like I don't know I feel like they oversaturated Korg now and then same with Valkyrie Valkyrie was good I liked Valkyrie Valkyrie's always a cool character she's pretty based um, I think she may be bi. Yeah, I think she may be bisexual, but 
yeah, who gives a fuck about that shit? I think a lot of these fuckers, man, when they watch these films, like, I don't know. I think they get too too sooky and la-la-la about, like, these, like, lesbians and gays and bias and trans and all that stuff and queers being inside these films. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, bro, fucking relax. Like, they, they, they get one scene with a fucking gay guy and they're just like, oh, bro, that's fucking shit. Oh, fucking hell, I'm not gonna watch the film. Bro, what stops you from watching the film because of, like, 30 seconds of some fucking dude making out with one another? Like, come on, man. Like... It, that that's just so dumb like it doesn't make sense to me man like imagine it's being so fucking like sad that like a 30 seconds of two blokes like getting it on it, it, it like stops you from enjoying the film like how fucking cringe of a person you have to be man that's just excuse me i got a bit of a runny nose but that's just fucking stupid bro like come on man come on son like fuck me man mm. Man, I'm getting, like, these fucking nasal things, man. Like, I don't know. Fucking hay fever, man. Anyway, like, sorry about that. Bloody hell. Not good, man. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, some people just talk about PC too much, but they, they act like freaking Karens themselves. Like, it's like the anti... It's like anti-Karens, you know? The Karens... It's like the people that talk about Karens are, like, the biggest Karens of them all. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the narcissist that, like, hates narcissists. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird, man. Like, people are always weird with that type of stuff. But anyway, yeah. It was a good film. Go watch it, man. It was fun. It was entertaining. Was it great? No. Was it the best MCU film? No, it wasn't. But, was it a good time? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I enjoyed myself. It was good. It was fun. And like, bro, what do you expect from these type of films? You know what I mean? Like, it's meant to be a good time. It's meant to be a good time. Now, the post credit scene intrigued me a lot. I want to see a fifth four film. I want to see a fifth four film. And I want to see it done by Taika again as the director. I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued. I reckon a fifth four film would easily work. Easily. Easily work. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Are they just, like, the, the, the thing about this whole, like, MCU thing, bro, is that are they going to make this, like, an old fucking woman thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, not to sound sexist or, like, saying, like, oh, I fucking hate women, but, like, like, I don't know, like, I was just talking about, like, these people saying, like, that it, like, you know, oh, this whole gay thing and all that stuff, like, make it out 30 seconds and all that stuff, right? But, like, are they gonna make this whole thing all women? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, are they gonna make this whole freaking MCU phase 5, 6, 7, all that shit, like, all women? Because it's like, bro, bro, like, I don't know. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could vibe with that, man. It's not that I don't want to see women do well in the films and, like, have lead roles. Like, I mean, fucking look at, look at Princess Leia. Look at Ridley Scott, right? Look at these characters, right? Alien. Star Wars. Like, they're sci-fi as well, right? And Marvel does have a hint of sci-fi in it. It does, right? They freaking go in space, right? That, that's sci-fi shit, right? Science fiction. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like be like, yay, you know, get to see the whole Avengers be women. Like, I, I don't know. It just sounds, it sounds, it sounds odd. Like, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could vibe with that man. Like, look, we have Moon Knight, we have Shang-Chi and fucking, who else? We don't have Black Panther now. Black Panther is probably going to go to Shiri. But like, I don't know. Maybe bring back Michael B. Jordan. Fuck it. Bring back Killmonger. You know what I mean? Fucking bring back Killmonger. And maybe, like, yeah, I don't know, like, maybe Hawkeye, get Hawkeye back, you know? Like, that'd be sick, man. Hawkeye or, um, I don't know, maybe fucking, 
Loki, get Loki or something. Well, Loki, I don't know. Loki can't really do it because he's in that TVA stuff, man. So, um, I don't know. Maybe just bring the Fantastic Four into it, you know? Fuck it. Just Fantastic Four. We still got Doctor Strange. Like, we got Doctor Strange. We got Moon Knight. We got Shang-Chi. Who else we got? We got Thor. We still have Thor. We have Captain America. Yeah, yeah. We have Bucky as well. So, yeah, 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 you know, fucking, we're doing all right, we're doing all right, you know, like, you know, we're doing okay, you know, we've got up the boys, you know, up the boys, and all that shit, so, like, you know, we got some things going for us, you know what I mean, so, that's all right, <laughs> so, like, I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know, like, it'd be weird to see, like, an old female's Avengers, like, bro, could you imagine a female Iron Man, like, how fucking odd would that be, bro? Bro, just bring Tom Cruise. Bring Tom Cruise and make him, like, the superior Iron Man. That'd be sick, man. They were meant to do that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, but they didn't fucking do it. Sorry, spoilers. They didn't do it. All right? If you haven't seen it by now, then don't talk about spoilers, all right? Sh just don't. It's been about fucking two, two and a half months now. Get over it. But, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, like, the, the, the Miss Marvel show, bro, that's a, that's a skip. Like, sorry. Like, who the fuck is interested in Miss Marvel? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, like, bro, I've watched all the MCU shit at this point. But who the fuck is gonna watch Miss Marvel? Like, come on, man. Like, Miss frickin' Marvel. Who's watching that? That is a skip, mate. That is a skip. A straight skip. Right? So, like, I don't know. Like, Maybe I'll watch Miss Marvel at some point in the weekend or something like that, and then just come back on here to tell you what I think of it. But I need to have a more open mind with Miss Marvel, man. Like, I don't know. Like, going into it, I'm just like, bro, it's probably going to be mid. It's going to be absolute hot average. But I thought the same thing about Hawkeye, and Hawkeye was fucking incredible. I loved Hawkeye. That was my favorite. That's my favorite MCU show so far. I don't know what it is about Hawkeye, but I freaking loved it, man. I freaking loved Hawkeye. Hawkeye was brilliant, bro. I just loved Hawkeye, you know? Oh, bro, that's who they need to bring in. Daredevil. Freaking Daredevil. Imagine Charlie coming into the MCU. That is based. Freaking, nah, that'd be sick, man. Could you imagine Daredevil coming into the MCU? That'd be, that'd be just based. That'd be sick. I'd love to see that, man. That would be absolutely chad. To have the man himself come in the MCU. And if you watch No Way Home... Daredevil made an appearance. Fuck you, alright? I don't give a fuck about the spoilers for the No Way at Home. It's on fucking DVD. It's on streaming service. If you haven't watched it, you're fucking soft, alright? You should have watched it by now. Everyone was dick riding the fucking No, no Way Home bandwagon when it was out. They didn't even watch a single MCU film. But they're just like, oh yeah, we'll fucking watch No Way Home. Fuck off. Watch the whole thing, alright? Get amongst it. Anywho. I watched this guy, Andrew Tate. Right? Andrew Tate. This guy's interesting, man. He's built different. Like, I said Christian Bale was built different. This boy is something, eh? Like, holy crap. This guy's like... He's something else. Like... I don't know what it's about this chief, man. But, like... He's just different. Like, he's so fucked up that I swear he's trolling some days. Like, he says some weird things, man. Like, there's things that I could agree with, but then there's things that I just strongly disagree with. Like, he's just like... Oh yeah, if you if you if you're with a if you're with a chick as your friend, you're just trying to get your dick wet, Bruv, Maybe you're just fucking friends with them. Like, it's not that deep, bro. Like, stop trying to stop trying to think you're some psychologist, bro. To fucking all these like quote unquote to what you would say beta men. 
You know? Beta. Yeah, a fucking alpha and beta. A and B. Fuck off with that shit, bro. Like, why can't we call shit Charlie, bro? You know? Fucking Charlie. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, beta? Fucking alpha and... Alpha's cringe as fuck, bro. Alpha's cringe. Oh, bro. He's such a fucking alpha, eh? <laughs> fuck off, mate. Fucking alpha. He's some corny bastard, bro. Oh, he's just a fucking alpha, bro. Bro, fuck that shit. You ain't no fucking alpha. The most alpha dogs out there don't claim themselves to be alphas or have to say the fucking word, bro. It's like, bro, we're in here to fucking send it with this thing called life, man. That's all we're doing. And we're just trying to improve, man. We're just trying to make it, bro. You know what I mean? This is what Ziz would say, mate. Rest in peace. Anyway. Like... This guy's weird, man. He's just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you were fucking female friends, or oh, you're just trying to get your dick wet, bro. Not every not every time I'm with a female, I'm thinking, yeah, can we fuck? Like, come on, man. Like, don't be stupid. I'm not I'm not looking for a route every two corners, bro. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like, men aren't that fucking horny. Relax. And he's like, oh yeah, sex is fucking nothing. All right, chief. You know, calm calm the pants, man. Like. Come on, son. Oh, sex is fucking nothing, bro. Because I get it all the time. So after a point, it just becomes fucking boring. Yep. Yeah, all right, mate. All right. Take it easy on yourself. Calm down. You know, just, 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 just chillax, bros. Chillax. Like, come on, man. Like, bro. Sex is good. All right. So, relax with that stuff. Sex is personal. You know. Like, if you have sex, you know, that's when it becomes ultra personal. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the thing about having sex. Like. Sex, like we, t life is sex. I said it with the boys before. Sex always attaches itself to some point or another. You dress good, so you could attract the opposite female or the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever, right? So let's say I'm going out. I'm looking drip as fuck at the crown, crown towers in Perth. I've got a nice blazer on, maybe some nice pants. Got them fucking Vivo barefoot ra three. Uh, 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 I don't know. What is it called? Obsidian, mate. You're dripping. You're you're looking fly. The intent of that is to make yourself look good, but no shit. You're trying to make sure that you attract the opposite sex, right? That's the point. When you attract the opposite sex, you have a better likelihood. If it does happen, you get it, uh, get it done. You get some sex, right? But like, like. Let's look at it now. You have more wealth. You have better status in this thing. You have better status in society. You have a big social media following. You know, you're looking better. You're, you're, you're getting more jacked. You're getting a little bit leaner. You know, you're, you're taking care of your financial status. Your, your social media status. You're balling. You know how to talk. You know how to, you know, talk your shit and still follow that game. You know what I mean? Like, you got it. You're that fucking guy. You're the dog, you know what I mean? You're the, the dog, right? And not every time... Now, this is the thing about money, man. Money, you're an automatic savage once you become a millionaire. Because you fucking earned that shit. No matter how you did it, you earned the money, bro. You earned it. Because you were ahead of what something other people were not doing, man. You rejected that 9 to 5 mentality, and you became a straight fucking savage. When you earned that mullah, you earned that fucking money, bro. When you earned that money... In your on your terms, you're the fucking boss. Cause you dictate shit, bro. You're the straight boss here. No one else, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta embrace that mindset. You don't embrace that mindset, man. And but anyway, that goes back to sex. Because more money you have, 
There's gonna be some gold diggers out there. You know? There's gonna be some sugar mamas. You know? Some women that just want a bit of that, mm, that bit of that cash, you know? Bit of that money, you know? Dick size don't matter if you don't have the, if, if, you, if you have the cash on you. If you're a multi-millionaire, do you think they're gonna give a fuck about that dick size? Hell no. Hell no. Let's be real. Sorry, ladies. Not all, not all women like this. Women look at stuff like personality. Women look at stuff like other elements of it all, you know? But in the grand scheme of things, even your personality tracks back to sex. You have a better personality, you have a better way of attracting this thing called sex. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing. Like, it, it sounds stupid as fuck, but, like, that's the whole, like, it, it goes back to sex. You know, some way, some form, even the most microscopic things, goes back to sex. Man, I tell you what, I had a good time. I had a good time. This was a good one, right? And excuse, excuse the bloody nasal freaking like injections to my throat, man. I don't, know, I don't know what the hell's going on. But yeah, I don't know. I feel good. I feel fine. At the end of the world, we're all gonna make it. So yeah. So make sure share this out to people. I reckon this was a based podcast episode. I freaking enjoyed this one actually. Very ebb and flow type of vibe to this one. Make sure you share it out. Comment. Tell me what you want more of. AP out. Peace.